Recently on Disciples of the Age, the disciples made a deal with some dragons to find a way to stop the king from reaching his goal. The fighters joined a pugilist ring, and the captain of the guard informed them all of the threat posed by one of the were-creatures that attacked them the night before. One of the were-rats, the leader, if allowed to escape through the tunnels could report back to the king that the disciples are in hope's fall. This is not good news and something they will have to deal with soon. And it is followed by another unexpected meeting as Wall discovers that his former captain is still alive. Uh, make sure you look up the magic hornet wiki. You can't look up regular <laughs> hornets. Alright, they're magic ones. I'm definitely not going to do this right away, Bob, if you want to do this research on off time. Oh, yeah, no, sure. no, 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 you're okay. Another day. Yeah. Yeah, no, I will do that much, much later. It's just I needed to get it in my search history so I didn't forget. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got really consumed briefly with the idea of a non pain feeling murder hornets coated mm-hmm. in silver just fucking shit up. Okay, so congratulations. It has only taken you a year and then some of game time to craft your shield. Hell um, yeah. But it has been created and done so to the best possible outcome. Man, I've been looking forward to this for so long. Yes. I can't wait. Absolutely. I can't wait till the wall names it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just so everyone else knows, this is the Shield of the Uven Rune, if you want to look it up. Mm. It's pretty dope. You can cast the Bane spell with it. Yes. And you can also like reflect necrotic damage when you do, do actually get hit by an attack. Yeah, just straight up use your reaction to do 3d6 necrotic damage after taking a hit. And also makes you immune to cold damage. Like, it's dope. There you go, guys. I dropped the uh, link for you in the chat. So I was like, no, you did Oh, wait, roll 20. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, I assume we're all going to sleep now, though, yeah? Yes, yeah, everyone is able to go back to sleep uh, after uh, a full rest say wall with you're just attuning to that and just vegging in the room come morning you will be back up and both be past that point of exhaustion before we get to rest after 59 minutes <laughs> 59 <laughs> seconds you hear a knock on your door again he used the buck clock in his head <laughs> i get up and answer it hello all right one more test you ready Get ready. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Romy was just getting settled, then she hears knocking. It's like, hmm, better to go make sure no one gets it themselves starts. It's been an outer Artemis is pulling. Fifteen definitely doesn't hit, but I let it hit. Well, I'm still just like standing in the hallway as you open the door. I'm not, we're not like preparing for this. Like right now, <laughs> go. I said, <laughs> and I'm gonna actually start unloading on you. All right, go for it. I'm not doing anything weird, no kind of like martial arts shit, just like wide stance, just throwing lefts and rights right into you. Oh, hey, there's one that will hit. Man. That's ridiculous. Let's <laughs> <laughs> roll on the damage, too. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Level. All right, and then we'll use his reaction to, I would say, the, the rune front of the shield the rebuke room starts to glow and then basically explodes outwards in necrotic energy you take eight necrotic damage as my ass is blasted across the hallway to the other side <laughs> i like how you did more damage back to him than he did to you. <laughs> and romay does the same thing she just walks over picks up bigger's dust him off plays on hands to fix it and is like okay are we done what was totally gonna run over there and pick him up Yes, we're done. Pick him up and I go, isn't this fucking awesome? So, Vikros, this black cloud in the shape of this rune bursts from the shield, and it starts up your hand connected with it and rolls up, and you watch as your skin darkens and slowly fades back into its natural color, and it rolls all the way up, and as it hits your chest, the force of it just throws you back against the wall. The next thing you know, Arame is picking you up, and you feel this warm tingle flow through you and your numbness from your arm that you were just kind of starting to realize was there fades out and you're just kind of looking at wall (laughs) who is now just 
gleefully in his doorway, and you see a, a completely unconscious Icky. Not even in a bed, <laughs> just in the middle of the floor. Yeah, and like, there's several pages kind of strewn about, torn from his notebook. You see like, quick sketches of like, little plans for like, uh, little pieces of armor that would go over <laughs> like a thorax, and like, little kind of schematics, and like, uh, some, some little plans he's got going. And he's just kind of laying in the middle of them. And oddly enough, you notice there is a, a rather large hornet just laying in the middle of his chest. Then Wall will point at the shield and go, isn't this fucking cool? Yes. It's very impressive. Very fucking cool. Well, I'm excited for you, big guy. I know, right? I'm going to hit the together can I go to bed now? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I've had enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough of that bullshit. <laughs> good night, Walt. Good night, Arome. Okay. Good night. She just gives, like, a sort of friendly wave and disappears back into her room. I feel like Walt's just sitting cross-legged with the shield, like, in his lap in both hands, like the, the kid <laughs> like who just a, got something like for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, he's just sitting there, like, if a robot could <laughs> grin, like, he's just... I also kind of picture like, it sitting in his lap. He has his arms around it and his chin resting on the top of it. <laughs> like maybe just like a little rocking back and forth, a little happy wiggle. Well, what is Wall doing? He would be uh, sitting there and basically just tracing the runes on it over and over again in his low power mode. Hell yeah, dude. I'm so pumped to see this thing in combat. <laughs> Absolutely. Bane is pretty awesome. All right. So we can get to the next day. Maybe we'll get to fight with it. Right? <laughs> okay. So, morning comes. Wall and Icky, your exhaustion is passed. Icky, for the first time in quite some time for you, it was not a quick power nap. This was a solid eight hours of just out. That's a long time for me. Uh-huh. That level of exhaustion really kind of took it out of you. You wake up in the morning just absolutely famished. Wall... You started to hear the chimes start at 6 o'clock. Icky was still asleep at about 6.50. So if you're going to go to class, you will be gone before he's up. Class? Question mark? To the tactics class that Valtham was teaching. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) The rest of you guys get up at your standard time. So however you guys would like to go about the morning, go for it. I'm just going to work on the list some more, and then maybe stand outside and watch the city a bit. Actually, no, it's probably going to be really bright, so she's just going to work on the list some more until she figures other people would be awake. Artemis starts to stay with breakfast. Give me a perception check if you're outside looking at stuff. Okay. She's distracted. Okie dokie. <laughs> got a two. I rolled a two. You didn't see anything. Yeah, so everybody who kind of goes to breakfast you're all set. You notice Mike and Tim are up pretty early. They were kind of conspiratorially talking. You could tell that they're both seem to be fairly excited for whatever it is that they've been shanghaied into doing. Yeah. Oddly enough, you guys have not seen hide nor hair of the two young lovers since they left the Coliseum yesterday. <laughs> Throw my, my whisper to AD if she's there. Have you seen them in Gwena here recently? Haven't seen them in a while. She shrugs. No, but I'm not real worried about it. They're young. Alright. She'll just go sit down somewhere. I imagine we all just kind of sit nearish to Mike and Tim because we know them. They got their breakfast and they didn't stay in the uh, hall. Uh, they nodded to you guys, not to be rude, but they seem to be very deep in thought and discussion with what they're doing and go right back up to their room. I guess she'll say good luck as she passes. They both kind of wave. Bob, I've been doing some research. Uh-huh. If you had some dreams. Look at this. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. fuck yes. Mm-hmm. That's what my mind saw. And, and I would point out that in this depiction, you would see that it wasn't grafted like wolverine onto the poor creature no no i just wanted to do that to his needle his little stinger not his entire body because mm. i wouldn't make the armor out of silver Silver's not very good for that sort of thing that's not good armor right but it's very good at killing were creatures mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So I would say that that would take like a solid. Oh yeah, we're gonna have to make some prototypes and shit. Yeah, just the size of it. That's gonna take a lot of trial and error. You're probably looking at several weeks of trial and error, mm-hmm. uh, making sure the mm-hmm. metal's not brittle at that thinness. But the first thing on Icky's research plate is definitely to see if they can survive dipping their stingers in silver. Gotcha. So Mike and Tim, they're back upstairs eating. You guys suddenly notice that there's a lot of wizards on edge in the breakfast hall. And you look up and it is almost immediately obvious as to why. Mm -hmm. Your two dragon friends are just in the middle of the breakfast hall. Oh, hey. Oh, good morning. Magdar hasn't come out of his room. I'm trying to build something onto my brewery so that I can attach that water skin of really good alcohol to it. Okay. Which two dragons are there? Seagrin and... Hildreth. Hildreth, thank you. <laughs> it's like I've got to flip to the right page of notes. Russo, is that it? The, the grumpy one? Uh-huh. Okay. Just had to do that. That's the only reason I remember. <laughs> Secret is the one whose house we went to, right? He's the one who, like, owned uh-huh. the shop? Okay. Yeah, he was the steel dragon. They're full dra- Are they full dragon, or...? Yes, they are full dragon. They're not in their dragon form now. They are, but they are full-blooded dragons, so they're in their human form. Uh, yeah, they're okay. Elven form. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a little different than good morning if they're just two dragons in the middle of the <laughs> Icky's gonna kinda run up and he's gonna tug on the pant leg of Seagrin, get him to come down to his level. He kneels down and surprising you in your own language goes, What friend? I kinda taken aback for a moment, I'll respond to him in kind and say, Do you have any more of those uh those delicious pickled eggs? He smiles and pulls out a jar of them. Oh. And uh, I will snatch it from his hands and kind of start to scurry off, and then I'll, I'll turn back over my shoulder, and I'll just give him a big old shit-eating grin. As you start to scurry, you feel a very firm hand kind of on the scruff of your neck pull you back <laughs> and take the jar from your hand, open it, pull out five of the eggs, and hand them to you. Oh. <laughs> are they just like sitting at an empty table or no they are just kind just of right in the, the middle. middle of yeah they're okay kind just of standing there. and you would assume because you didn't see them upon your arrival that they have either just teleported in or let go of an invisibility spell in the middle of all of these wizards because they have all just kind of stopped and they are just open mouth staring did any of the wizards react as I kind of, like, walked up and just tugged on his pant leg? No, not that you could tell. It looked like yeah. they were just kind of taking in the moment. I was going to slay Virgin says, Hello, friends, what brings you here? Seagrin looks at the group and he, We do appear to be missing someone. And then he counts again and goes, Two someones. Ah, now that I've got my headset fixed, did I miss class? No, 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 you got up and went. I just assumed you were doing other things, so I moved on with him at breakfast. Okay. Well, uh, I'm not really sure where they're at. We didn't really make plans to meet this morning. I'm sure there's somewhere here in the tower. Hildreth looks and just immediately takes a couple of long strides, hits the door, and you hear her say Magdar as she walks through the door. You remember my names. The wizards are now kind of starting to react to what it is. You guys are hearing random cries from the crowd asking what's going on. They seem to be kind of at ease because you guys are at ease. So glad they take their cues from us. And all of a sudden, Seagrin, for a moment, appears larger than what he is. And a flash of dark, dark scale crosses across him for a moment. And he looks out and a brief moment of silence and in a booming voice, no. Artemis, just with your general attunement to magic, you felt several spells being readied. I agree, no. There's no need to worry, friends. As you say that, the main wizard you met the first night you were in the tower storms in. Oddly, for a man of his build, he doesn't really carry himself as someone intimidating. He seems to be in an absolute fury 
and he looks straight at Seagrin and <laughs> says to him, The rules are set. There is no dragons allowed. I'll take one more munch of my bacon and with a half mouthful. It's kind of racist. <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty cool. Don't worry about it. God damn it. <laughs> and he looks at you just very quickly and looks away. And he looks back up at Seagrin, who is, from all observations, incredibly furious to be spoken to in that way. And he. The laws have been set since the tower was founded. Dragons must ask permission. Before they are allowed access, you have waltzed into my home, and it will not be abided by. And he claps his hands once, and Seagrin is gone. Wait, 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 wait. Oh. <laughs> Did he get to use the slide? He whips his head over you, Artemis, and he goes, No. How's <laughs> that for him? And he takes a breath, he goes, I apologize, but rules are rules. And I know that it is odd for one of my clan to say such a thing, but if he had wandered into an anti-magic field, it may well have killed him. We must know before their arrival for their safety as well as for ours. Definitely won't be happy about that. I don't think they would have a good reason to come without saying anything. There are channels to be taken to expedite the process. I will not have my authority questioned. Meant no offense. Easy little fella. Ignored him. Yeah, I mean, it's your place. That's your rules. Artemis, like, I'm gonna use myself and I go uh, look for children. Artemis, you know that even for all of their peculiarity, I can't say that word, for all their fucking quirks, they are, when it gets down to actual battle magic, absolutely terrifying. Oh, yeah. They are not to be trifled with, and this is the leader of the tower. He has probably got access to things that would curl most people's toes. One of the many reasons Artemis is deciding to excuse himself and find the other dragon. Let them know what's happening. And as you walk out, he looks to you and he goes, where did she go? We'll go get her, and, and we'll leave. And pause that. Magdar, while this is going on, you're in your room trying to figure out the easiest way to kind of yeah, I don't want it to be something that takes us forever. I just didn't know if I had to roll something, but I'm trying to attach it as a permanent thing rather than being in a water skin. You know, with working with distilling kits, as long as you have, mm -hmm. you can add a piece to it, but it's not going to be a quick fix. It's going to be something that's going to take you a couple of days. I figured as much because I wanted to be kind of like not just duct taped. Yeah, right. Not duct taped on, not hilled right. up. Mm -hmm. You know you can get it to work and you can add it to it. You're just going to need a couple days worth of time to fiddle with it and get it right. But you can definitely add okay, that to your perfect. distillery. As you're kind of you're finalizing placement, you're putting everything together in your head, Hildreth just throws your bedroom door open. Mm -hmm. That's shocking. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to die now because we've killed his sense of reaction to stuff. <laughs> nothing phases him before he's like oh that's a thing yep this is happening <laughs> and she looks at you and she goes ah okay good um oh you're a brewer uh, um, you're riding with me okay we need to go and we need to go now mm-hmm mm -hmm. and, what, and, and what's going on what, what's, what's happening Seagrin is grabbing the rest the big the the, the door forged where is he I... Okay, cool. And she grabs you <laughs> by the hand. She goes, you have everything you need? I just have to grab up my gear. And as we are leaving, I'm still asking, so, so what's going on? Yeah, yeah, we'll talk in the car. Let's go. In the car. Okay, man. <laughs> <laughs> and she pulls you through the door. And as she steps through, she stops from moment. You can tell she's thinking pretty hard. She goes, wall. And she steps through the doorway. And smashes into a wall. <laughs> you are, uh, you guys are in the middle of a very in-depth class of small unit tactics. Okay. It's something that you're very familiar with. You know, the captain ran this class for the training arm of the Silverhawks. And so you're more there as a teaching assistant, as an observer. 
he's throwing scenarios to you to have you kind of explain why you would do things. Gotcha. I would do this because it would kill the most enemies. And that's kind of like your go-to answer for everything. Like, think of it like the Bobby Boucher, how do you know who to tackle conversation with LT in the water boy. (laughs) (laughs) And LT is like, and don't do crack. (laughs) No, uh, he's very kind of understanding. Like, he knows that's, that's your thought process. And he's just kind of using you as a soundboard, basically, to affirm his choices. In the middle of this conversation, all of a sudden, the door throws itself open. And you see a very confused Magdar being pulled behind a, a fairly perturbed-looking Hildreth. Oh, hey, Magdar. Hey, Dragon Lady. You guys learning stuff? Exnay on the Agandre. Hmm? What? Mm, no. See, I speak primordial and common and giant. I don't know that. As soon as you say Dragon. primordial... In the sound of rocks falling down the mountain, what you get is take it easy with the dragon. Oh, I gotcha. Gotcha. I was talking about that other dragon lady. And she looks at you. Mm-hmm. And in comment, she goes, we, sorry for the interruption, class. Listen, I'm sure the old man knows what he's talking about. She looks right at Wall. She goes, no disrespect, professor. We need to leave and we need to leave now. And I uh-huh. know. So you guys are learning stuff. I knew. <laughs> there you go. Is there a chance to kill someone? Probably. Okay. I'm going to be right back. I'll see you guys later. Captain, if I may be so excused. That sounds important. Go for it. All right. Ta-ta, everyone. And then follow her out the door. So we'll cut back. This is about the time Artemis has a response. Yeah, you're getting ready to respond. You guys are getting close to this door here, just because it was the closest one to you guys as you were trying to go find Hildreth. And she just walks right in, dragging behind her a very confused Magdar and a very excited wall. And she looks and just, apologies, Headmaster. Things are afoot and we didn't have time to go through the channels. We found out not long ago that we needed to leave instead of tomorrow now. Oh, now he's there. Where are we going? So sweet. He takes kind of a calming breath. And you see him, he, he just with that kind of collects himself. He goes, my apologies to your friend. But you know the rules and you know why they are important. Oh my God, the fucking rules. <laughs> and she kind of looks over her shoulder at you, Wall, and she's, no, no, these ones are important. I think Aromi's going to look at Hildreth and say, are we leaving for the thing we're talking about, or are we leaving for something else? Yes. Cold weather gear out front now. Icky kind of hops down off the table and scuttles off to the door. My room! Need to go to my room. I'll meet you outside in five minutes, and she's going to take the steps and go back to her room to gather her stuff. Yeah, you guys are able to all head back to your rooms, get all your stuff, come back in your cold weather gear. There is a very blue looking Seagrin outside. Blue because he's sad or like literally blue? No, no. Like literally <laughs> he is starting to lose control of his polymorph. Ah. And you can't really hear anything. He, is, he appears to be in some type of bubble of quiet. Self-imposed? It doesn't appear to be so. And I run over and jump on Seagrin's back. I imagine he's not transformed yet, but just jump on that back anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to tell you no. Well, this is what we're doing, right? We got to go, right? I'm going to say I, I don't know that I would recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so then I would say that at this point, Magdar no longer looks confused. He looks disappointed, and he's like shuffling his feet. Drop it down here. Talk about Stupid rules, staying outside cold. <laughs> the same thing, rules can You notice that as he kind of sees you guys, he, he calms down a little bit. That blue fades. You notice uh, that it appeared to be a, a fog surrounding him. It kind of lightens a little bit and comes up. And as it does, his voice has always been fairly deep, much deeper and kind of dragging now. I hate that fucking wizard. 
You and me both, brother. And I give him a comforting slap on the shoulder. Yes, I did. As it hits, it feels like your hand bounced off a full set of plate mail. Touche. <laughs> so it doesn't really do anything. It even sounds a little bit like you slapped a steel plate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Solid stuff. Solid stuff. He looks around. Well, the deed's been signed over. Enough of this. And he flexes his back, and there's a sound of ripping cloth. And before you is now an ancient steel dragon. And he lowers a wing. Who rides with me? Ooh, ooh, me. Me! Me! Deal. And this is when Romay pops out the front door. I'm ready to... Oh. Okay, we're... Guess you can explain in the air. <laughs> we're going to the island. As soon as Hildreth sees him transform, she looks around, mumbles something, not quite... Actually, no, Icky, you speak Draconic, don't you? Yes. Yes, okay. I believe he does. Okay. I also speak Draconic. So everybody who speaks Draconic, speaks Draconic hears very, very clearly her say, ah, well, I guess we're not coming back and this guy's here. And just boom, in the same process... And her place is now an ancient copper dragon. Magdar, she sees you start to kind of get near his wing and gently kind of talons you and pulls you back towards her. No, no. Remember, you're with me. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Rome is just going to wait to see who gets on which one and then... But yeah, I just need you guys to pick dragons. I'm totally going with steel dragon. Steel. These dragons are rare. He knows it. Actually... Rome might go steal because I don't know if it, she might get a little irritated with Magdar after a couple of hours. Go the other one. Okay, so I've got Hildreth has got Magdar. Uh, Seagrin carrying everybody else? Nope, I'll ride with Magdar. Okay. Which means Icky's also. That seems like a roughly even weight distribution. You hear, once again, far at first, but closing fast, the. <sighs> <laughs> screaming down the slide. I didn't ask, but I'm going to assume that everyone did remember to grab their cold weather gear. Oh, yeah. Roma just grabbed everything and bolted okay. for the door. She's mm-hmm. used to that. <laughs> One Artemis clambers on behind me. Oh, I, it's been a couple days, but I forgot to give you these, and I'll give him his uh, order of snowshoes. Oh, thank you. Did I actually leave my distillery there? I imagine that I'd break it down and take it with me. She didn't really give you time, but from what they talked about, it made it sound like you'd probably come back. Okay. So you'd be okay leaving, like, the big stuff there. Okay. Arame still has all, all of her weapons. All right, so we've got Artemis, Arame. Gemma's feeling um, interesting about riding on top of another dragon. <laughs> yeah, what is what is Gemma's feelings on seeing uh, these two dragons of this size? She sees what she wants to become. <laughs> <laughs> we'll throw AD on there with Wall. The three of you. Is she gonna ride with Wall? I guess that would make sense. Yeah. Does Hildreth make any attempt to catch Icky? No, none at all. Okay. Wall Wall makes attempts to catch. <laughs> the only thing she does is you notice she slides her wing. So it's underneath because that slide dropped you not quite on the ground. Uh-huh. She situates her wing so you hit the wing and just slide up it onto her back. Nice. Glorious. Yes. Love it. Oh, everyone's here already. <laughs> yeah, I love that Icky was the last one there. Icky probably had the fewest amount of stuff to grab. Yeah, I had to pack <laughs> up all of my fucking tools. <laughs> and he took the scenic route. Yeah, dude, that's the best part. <laughs> He's probably not as used to pack up everything and run as Romance. Okay. I need everyone because there are no saddles on these things. God. Athletes, you got it. Yep. I will let you pick strength or dex. Whatever <laughs> works best for you. And give me those rolls to see if you can hang on. I'm just like, oh, God, help me. Uh, is this just a straight check or is it a save? Right. Uh, check. Oh, oh, no. Goodness. Oh, wall. <laughs> okay. What is that nonsense when I was trying to buy a frog? This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> As the first 
wing beat goes. Artemis, you start to slide. Vikros, what did you roll, sir? I missed that. I kind of picture that it's like Vikros, Artemis, and then Arome in the middle, so she'll probably like try and help grab onto him to make sure he doesn't fall off. Yeah, and I'll say with a 21, you're able to stabilize him. He's not by any means like comfortable with this, but he's situated enough where he's not going to fall. However, Wall, when Hildreth, she pops up with a little more pizzazz than Seagrin does, you just straight fall off. Picturing him being in the back, just sliding straight down the tail. And as you kind of get back to the wings and start to slide to the side, she pulls one in and kind of catches you, but hits the ground again and looks back and just kind of turns her head. And pushes you back into place. You kind of shrug. Well, I mean, what did you expect? I need everyone on Hildreth to go ahead and roll me another round of checks. Much better. Okay. So the second go, Seagrin is now up clearing the buildings. Uh, a couple of really strong beats of her wings. Uh, and you notice now that the guard, as you guys are getting up over the buildings, are hopping in from all corners of the city on their battle toads to see what's going on. Uh, in almost no time at all, the city is nothing but specks beneath you. Did my role land me first in line that first time? Yeah, I'm fine with that. Okay. Yeah. Magdar's weeping again. <laughs> the majesty of it all. As close as he's ever got to this moment is standing on the far reaching branches and just looking out. Tears. If we see the uh, the guard come in, uh, it's going to be pretty difficult from up here, but how likely is it that I would see Patricia? Literally, you guys took off so fast it was there was a city and then basically there was not. That's enough. Got it. They they are not saving anything. This seems to be a speed run. They take you up, slowly kind of climb you up over the tops of the clouds. Rome is praying. It's not even under her breath. Here's the real question. Did Trisha see Vicros on the back of a dragon? Because that's kind of a... <laughs> you will have to wait until you return. <laughs> that's kind of a big flex, you know? We'll see. Absolutely. With an old wizard and then the random hunter holding onto the back of him. For a solid couple of minutes, there's something with the sound of beating wings. And who all is brave enough to look down? Oh, Icky is what absolutely is brave. Is not the word. You want to see where he might end up. <laughs> Rome will kind of take a, at least a peek. So you notice as you guys look down, there is nothing but open ocean underneath you. Oh, hang on, Wall. Uh... <laughs> Only broken by the occasional cloud. You guys have been able to kind of settle in, get some seats. You're incredibly happy you have that cold-resistant gear on. As you guys kind of hit your cruising altitude and you're able to tell from the sun, you guys are heading basically just due south for right now. Bob, as much as it pains me to say this, I think Icky's the only one who did not get cold-resistant gear. No, we, we got you. Oh, that's right. You No, uh, somebody was buying for you. Yeah. I don't know, did they? Yes, because I, I distinctly remember someone saying they bought two sets because they wanted to make sure you had something. Yeah, we got, like, child size. Yeah. So I, okay. I, I do distinctly remember that. It might not fit great, but it'll work. But yeah, we'll say for the purposes of it, they got you just kind of a child's clothing. Okay. And so it's a little snug, but for the most part, it does fit you. I'm smaller than most children, so that's that's probably fine. Yeah, the, the, main, the main issue is your tail. It doesn't really fit in the pants. Oh, I would have absolutely cut a hole for the tail. <laughs> that's what took you so long. <laughs> yep. I was putting on my gear and I went, huh. Obviously not made for my species. Yeah, in fact, if I remember correctly, it was AD that had bought you the cold weather gear. I didn't remember that, okay. But yeah, so you guys kind of for flappy for flappies, and you're doing your thing. You're up there for about 30, 40 minutes, and finally the the dragons get pretty close to each other uh, within, say, flying distance. And in your head, you're able to hear Seagrin as he's focusing on what he's doing, but you hear very clearly... 
We have word that the king has the same intelligence we do. The he kind of pauses for a moment. Individual we believe is behind this is of great interest to him as well. Which really sucks, because let's be real. The drowned ones were going to get rocked by the black flag. Well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I finally I, I figured out how to do it. That's how Magdar's reacting in flight. <laughs> That's too beautiful. <laughs> Garobe is just a combination of in awe and I do not want to fall. I don't want to fall. Is the voice in our head, is it like his big booming draconic voice or is it the same voice he has when he's a humanoid? It's the same voice he had as a human. Icky would kind of like spout back. Well, statistically speaking, based on previous matches they've had, I, I very much doubt your claims. You hear a soft chuckle. A softer him. Haha. <laughs> Whatever, rookie. No, no. I've done quite extensive research. <laughs> he has, I assure you. <laughs> You notice, because you guys are kind of off to the right of him on Hildreth, just kind of a slight narrowing of that right eye as he looks over at you. <laughs> Back to the mattered hand, what are the chances we run into the king's people when we get there? At the same time, on top of each other, both of them go, eh, 50-50. Excellent. I like going on. But, at the butt comes from Hildreth, you have, and she kind of gives her wings a little shake. <laughs> it is true, it's just but don't turn into any other hunters. I mean, we, we are moving alarmingly fast, and I know about alarmingly fast. I think we have an advantage. <laughs> true, but never know who we might have near enough to be able to get there fast. With that, you can see they seem to be focused. They are constantly scanning you're feeling small corrections in how they fly they're kind of weaving in and out of the sky everybody could be one round of perception checks alright I no longer have advantage that's terrible 13 yeah I refer you back to that uh, gif (laughs) (laughs) oops I didn't mean to do that yeah we'll take the 22 no worry Everybody who rolled higher than a 15? Nope. You're noticing that every time they slide to start to make a small bang, there appears to be a small pewter dot on the horizon in the opposite direction that they're banked from. What the hell is that? Those of you that rolled over a 20, you're pretty confident those are airships. You think it's still an airship? And we're on dragons, which are better airships. Airship assault. <laughs> <laughs> After a couple of hours, it's kind of hard to judge how much time has passed, but you're you're fairly confident. Uh, two, three hours. As you look down, you notice there's a coastline now in front of you, and you're pretty confident that's the same coast that you left on your several week trip across the waters. Oh, damn, that's fast. Didn't think I'd be back quite this soon. Pretty much as soon as you hit it, if you guys remember, you were on the northeast shore of the continent. Mm-hmm. You guys hit it, and they don't even break. You guys cross that in what feels like about an hour, and you're back over open ocean. Are we getting closer to the airships at all? You notice more of them, and it appears that their way to get away from that is they actually start to drop down lower. It's a, a gradual descent, so it's not like they stoop like a falcon. Nobody needs to hold on to their ass. You're fine. <laughs> they do start to drop down lower. Fewer twists and turns. This appears to be more of a speed run now. So I guess that would be our competition then. Gesturing towards the airships. They... No, no, no. They have cannons with anti-magic balls. Anti-magic balls. It makes aerial fights with them rather interesting. And that's from uh, Hildreth. Fair enough. I'd much rather fight them on the ground anyway. How far away are these? 
Well, now that you're down low, you're not really seeing them. Oh, I see. It's more you're guessing that's what it is. But you would guess from how high up you were, uh, the mileage is off. But it was almost like on the horizon from how high up you guys uh, were. Okay, okay. So quite some ways. They're, they're doing their best to give them a wide berth. After about another half hour or so, you guys make a bank down to the south. And you gain a little bit of altitude now that you're out over the open water. Still kind of chilly. You are still a good bit north. But it is getting increasingly warmer and warmer and warmer. As we continue, I want to pull up my rope, pass it back to Artemis. Uh, take some, pass it on. You never know. I would like to say that took a lot, a lot longer than I had anticipated it taking. I'm not going to tie myself off or anything, but just so the three of us can hold it. Yeah, Robe is going to hold on. Good idea. And then she just goes back to trying to helm. So yeah, you guys are able to tie yourself together. Uh, are you just hold on to the rope, or are you you knotting it up? I'm not tying myself off. I'm just holding it. Okay. Like if one of us falls, they're all holding onto it, and they catch one of us. The rest might be able to hold on. Or they all fall down together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tie off to wall because you just sink to the bottom of the ocean. I I might be fine falling from up here. I I know some magics can deal with that. Gives you the option to hold on or not hold on if you need to. Don't know what magic save you from going splat from this height and water. Another ball. (laughs) God, that would take so long. You guys are like 15,000 feet up. (laughs) (laughs) Climbing, climbing. It's like a skydive. It's like a halo jump. Another ball, and you're fine. You guys continue, and like I said, it is getting, even at as fast as you're moving and as high as you are, starting to become uncomfortably warm in your cold weather gear. The sun appears to have come back to where it was when you left. You have moved so fast. Gained a time zone, boys. (laughs) Suddenly, the dragons, with no warning, slow down immensely. Uh, Everybody's kind of thrown forward uh, into their necks. And they beat down, and as they do, you guys see, when you look below you now, you guys are... Pretty maps. Coming in up here. There. Uh Uh-huh. Anybody else want to throw up an Olympic ring? Are we all (laughs) fairly certain where we are? (laughs) You guys kind of look down, and you see this weird island chain out in front of you. It looks very odd, even from where you are. But you notice that there are airships way over here. They're far enough away that you can barely see them. So you're talking miles and miles. The dragons, uh, as one, tell everyone to hold on. Hold on. Uh, Holding on. I need another round of strength and dex checks, y'all. I'm on a wall. Hmm. Hmm. Not the best. We're all a little tired. Icky is not. Icky is wired. Artemis doesn't want to die. Magdar, even though he's king of the world, is hanging on fairly well. So Icky is not at all concerned about the current affairs. He's all of a sudden, you see just like a grin spread across his face as soon as airships are mentioned. And you just see his, <laughs> he's got this kind of thousand-yard stare as he's twiddling his fingers together. Everyone's able to hang on, but those of you who rolled 13s, it is a very, very tenuous grasp. As all of a sudden, the wings of the dragons tuck back, and with a freight train roar of wind howling through your ears, they drop you from about 15,000 feet up to nape of the earth in the blink of an eye. Rome's doing her best to not scream. It's one of those where you probably started, but the sound didn't catch up with you until you leveled out. Icky is screaming, but in, like, In pure joy. joy. (laughs) (laughs) There's just like, oh, how about this? You guys started the drop about right here, and you flare out of it about right there. They quickly flatten out 
and hearts back, eyes closed. This is what I'm to do. <laughs> Seagrin, quickly, off. We must get away from here before they track your progress from us. Okay, I'm gonna start to pick up a little bit. Oh. Where are we going? Direction. You'll know when you see it. And you guys hop off and. I fly pitifully. Okay, bye. As soon as you guys get off their backs, they actually go underwater and they quickly swim away. They're using their, their wings to help kind of push them through and very seriously moving their tails as well. And they are making really good time underwater. And they swim far out. And you see just a glisten of sunlight off of water as they burst out several miles away from you and fly off from there. Okay, bye. (laughs) How are we going to tell them when to come pick us back up? It's fine. Yeah. This seems to happen. I'm sure they have a plan, but... uh... They left you at a set of ruins that looks like this. Okay. Oh, they dropped us off out front of this place? Uh, so they dropped you off. This is kind of like a little inland water supply. They dropped you guys off. Oh, goddammit, where are your tokens? Hang on, let me go get your tokens. <laughs> Having used a thing like this, finally? You know, I find it is to be like, oh, wait, I should probably actually bring you all over. Copy and paste. I like the whole group, copy and paste. Yep. So I have a page on mine. There you go. It's just like a token <laughs> page that I just grab shit from. So the grid's not perfectly lined up, but it's close enough for government work. Mm, I'm disappointed, Bob. <laughs> These ruins look like they served a military purpose. They do not. And as you guys kind of walk in off the shore. Wait, where did they drop us off? I they said the top left. They dropped you off. Yeah, right where you are. If you guys could all migrate up towards Icky, that'd be phenomenal. I have two Ickies, by the way. That's because Icky brought his own Icky. <laughs> so I will delete the second Icky. Can't have too many Ickies. Ah! Icky number two. <laughs> oh god no. <laughs> robotic icky running around oh dear don't give him ideas that is a subclass of artificer but I did not take that one I can make little robots I think there's also a battlesmith one I don't know if you was battlesmith I don't know if you can make multiple but I do know at some point you do get a steel defender which is pretty cool mm-hmm. that's what I was talking about Unfortunately, none of that goes with Alchemist. I'm just glad my tiefling can now wear armor. Well, as we're nearing these ruins, I can take a good look around. Uh, I, I know there might be foes afoot. Make sure we're yep. alone or not alone. Always scanning. Okay, go ahead and roll me that perception. Roll me... Is going to be looking for signs from like things she knows military would leave behind. 13. Artemis is busy getting used to the ground again. <laughs> Icky's going to look to Artemis and just sneaky? No sneaky. Ooh, oh, probably sneaky. Sneaky usually works better. He then lets go of the ripcord on his gun and slings it over his back. <laughs> <laughs> Sneaky until we need to make a big show of things. Okay, I'm sorry. What was everybody... Who all rolled Perception? What were your rolls? 19. I had a worthless 13. They're gross with a thick 21. You notice across from you and facing kind of in an opposite direction a figure all in white. And those of you who partook in the flashback... There are vague similarities to this person that are tugging upon your strings. Is it the bosoms? Oh, the memories. Artemis, you have the locket still, do you not? I do. 
when you look at the locket and the picture that is restored to it now and look at this person, they look to be the same person. Oh. Yes. Guys, there's a picture of this lady in the locket. What, what, what? I show Iggy. She turns around, sees you, and then is here. <laughs> hey, this you? Rome just like immediately like grabs dagger. In a voice that you all find incredibly familiar and comforting at the same time. Still echoes kind of oddly. Friends, it's been far too long. Hmm, I don't know you. And that is where we will end the evening. Thank you for joining us, and stay tuned next week to find out what happens on Disciples of the Eight. If you don't want to wait, you can get early access to our episodes over at patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial. If you like our show, please consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcasting app so people can know where to find us. We couldn't do this without your help. Disciples of the Eight is a production of Pseudonym Social, changing reality one story at a time. It is deemed by the amazing Bob Tedwell and produced by me, Brianna Toybert, with music by Patrick Chester of Chester Studios. We have Brock as Icky, Ryan as Wall, Matt as Vikros, Spencer as Artemis, Cash as Magdar, Kara as the Anonymous Druid, and myself as Arome. To get more information on this or any of our other shows, check out our website at pseudonymsocial.wordpress.com. Hello. We are here today to tell you about Modified Role. What you're about to hear are real-life testimonies of people who have been affected by Modified Role. None of the people you're about to hear are paid actors. I mean, they are actors, but we're not paying them. Before I found Modified Role, I never knew of the foe that plagued humanity for generations, Rivers. Before Modified Role, I didn't know there were dice with more than six sides. Well, uh... Before I found Modified Rule, I thought fantasy role-playing was something you did in the bedroom. Before Modified Rule, I didn't know Warland Dice could be so dangerous. Before Modified Rule came along, I couldn't tell the difference between a d20 and a tennis ball. Needless to say, it's changed my life. Before Modified Rule, I was shocked when someone would offer to show me their minis. So, with so many lives changed through Modified Rule, don't you think it's time you gave it a try? Modified Rule has not been proven to improve life in any measurable metric, and cannot be held responsible for any detrimental impact caused by listening to the podcast. Modified Rule takes no responsibility for loss of birds, dwarves, or animal companions. 